It's some tampering going on in the NBA, they said. They said they said the Greek freak out there tampering. Let me tell you something. I honestly don't care. Hey, it's tampering going on every season, right? See, this is the thing. Back in the day, I, you don't even have to do that much tampering nowadays. You know what I mean? Because, you know, back in the day, you had to convince a cat to come to a small market team, right? Nobody wants to go to those small market teams. That was back in the day. You know, when Cash wanted to play for Chicago, New York, and Los Angeles, and Miami, they wanted to play for these franchises because, you know, good weather, big-time cities, you know, celebrities around and shit like that. You want to play in front of a crowd that got Spike Lee, Jack Nicholson, Denzel Washington, the whole nine. But now, with the money that they get, nigga, you can have a house in every one of those cities. You know what I mean? And... To, to, to be honest about it, like, cats that play for the smaller market teams, they not even there most of the time. They on the road. You know what I mean? So, there's no need for tampering. Cats is going to go where the bag is at or where they're going to get a ring at. Point blank, period. All that being loyal to one team and play your whole career out, there's very few of those players, man. There's very few. And the bags that they passing out, I mean, I've, I've had this debate with cats before, and I had to cut my hearing off because it wasn't making any sense. I mean, well, I ain't gonna say it didn't make any sense. Of course, they gotta they gotta spend the money. I guess some of these cats is afraid to take a chance to just trade some of these cats and get some be- get some better, cheaper pieces. You know, at the same time, look, I'm not a GM. You know what I mean? So that's why they get paid the money to go find these players. Shout out to Rob. <laughs> Shout out to Rob. Yo, we just had the biggest free agent sign- signing, I think, in the whole total offseason. I mean, we, we went at the Trez. You know what I'm saying? Uh, 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 we, 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 went, we went at the Schroeder. We had got um, another shooter in Matthews, Wesley Matthews. You know what I'm saying? We went to go get Mark Gasol. Like, oh, stellar offseason. But none of that equals up to going back and re-signing. Jared Dudley. Oh, yeah, we went back and went to go get the big homie. The locker room. And, you know, as quiet as kept, though, it is pretty dope how they have locker room players. You know, uh, United's Haslam for Miami. You know what I'm saying? Like, Jared Dudley for L.A. Like, it's, it's <laughs> I mean, it's just that. You know, you sign these locker room casts because, Honestly, that actually means something. I mean, if the Clippers had signed to do, maybe it might be a different story. Maybe them cats probably would have got along a little bit better. It's a shame what happened to them Clippers. It's a shame. But uh, back to the tampering, man, like, yo, LeBron James is probably, you know, he's probably the number one suspect. We don't know this. We don't know this for a fact, but let's let's just keep it real. Like, tampering happens without you even really tampering. You know, you can play with a player on the team and still be friends with them once you become a free agent or get traded. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm pretty sure you cats are not just all talking personal shit. Some business talk is going to come up in that. You know what I mean? Like, so, I mean, temperament really doesn't matter. I mean, maybe they need to fix the rules. You know what I mean? Like, I can pretty much tell you if they didn't have a tempering rule, everything would still be the same. You know, like, them cats are still not going to tell you where they're going to go. It's just going to be speculation. It's just going to be opinions. It's just going to be people guessing. So Giannis got, quote-unquote, I know the NBA did um, investigate 
the uh, Bogdan going to Milwaukee, right? At the end of the day, bro, nobody really cares. That would have been a great fit for them. Don't get me wrong. To pair it with Drew Holiday, like, that's a hell of a backcourt right there. Because I wanted both of them. Still do. Certain players that I will always want in a Laker jersey. So I know they definitely upgraded at the at, at, at the guard position. But as far as tampering, like, yeah, this nigga could have been, come on, we got one, we got Giannis' younger brother on our team. You think, <laughs> you think them cats ain't been talking? You think them cats wasn't talking in a bubble? Tampering is going to happen, bro. It's going to happen. There's nothing we can do about that. But I'm pretty sure if there wasn't any tampering rules, niggas wouldn't be tripping about no, you know, nothing will change. Nothing. Speaking of tampering, Atlanta Falcons decided to tamper around with my goddamn Raiders. They did a goddamn damn good job. I want to say this. On the last episode or the last couple of episodes, I said the one thing that we go through as a Raiders fan is we are not a consistent team. You know, we've had those high hopes. Cats coming in. Remember Derek Carr uh, MVP year, MVP, well, MVP candidate year before he got hurt. We was projected to go to the Super Bowl to play. At it, and you know what the crazy part is? That was the year they was talking about the Cowboys going to the Super Bowl. That was the year they was talking about us meeting up against New England and seeing that face off again. Injury happened, boom. You know what I'm saying? Then there was a year where we was battling you know what I'm saying? And and we had a stretch where we had a chance to make the playoffs, and then we had a uh, time where we had a stretch to make the wild card, and we lost to the Jets, and we lost to Tennessee. Y'all remember that stretch? Yeah, we lost to Denver. You know, and we needed all, we needed the bulk of those games. This is that same stretch we're going through right now. We were supposed to beat Atlanta. Now we got the Jets coming up. Now they don't have the same players that they used to have. But Atlanta didn't have some of their key players, and we still got waxed. We got waxed. And that's just one of those things where you looking over your opponent. You looking over their shoulders, not coming prepared. Yeah, we missing some players, but we've been missing those same players for a minute. We just put up a competitive fight. It was our game. It was our game to lose when we played Kansas City. Kansas City is arguably the best team in the league. Could be looking at a two-time champion if they keep their head on straight and they stay healthy, right? Kansas City, the best team in the league. And we took, we beat them, and then we took them to the wire the second game. Lost by four. And then we turn around and get smacked by Atlanta? Out of all teams? Come on, man. I gotta point the I gotta point the finger at everybody, including Carr. Carr went out there and played like absolutely. Now I didn't get to watch most of the game because I was coming back from a family vacation, and I also thought we was playing the second wave of the games. But when I got home and I seen the ticker at the bottom and I seen that we was down fourteen to three, I said, "What in the entire fuck?" And then when I turned on the TV, that's when the Carr threw the pick six. Now we're down twenty one three. At that point, I said, "I'm turning the TV off." I'm turning the fucking TV off. It's ridiculous, man. And these niggas play with a lot of heart. Our defense has been trash. We've only had maybe 
maybe what, two to three good defensive games? We only had about two or three, def- uh, you know, overall our defense are ch- is trash. And our offense is what's been keeping us afloat. And our offense, uh, it was ugly yesterday. It was ugly. Shout out to our kicker, if anything. But you know what? That's football. Like I said, any given Sunday, a team is going to show up to play. Now, I said this. I hope I told the homie Will he got a bet out there, a $20 bet, that he's putting on the Jets to beat my Raiders. I was like, I don't know if Gruden going to lose two games in a row. And he was like, well, y'all technically, y'all already lost two games in a row. And I, and I agree with him. That's, well, well, I No matter if I agree with him or not, that's the facts. We lost to Kansas City, then we ended up losing to Atlanta. But the thing is, they they didn't expect us to beat Kansas City twice. They didn't expect us to beat them all, at all this season. We was expected to win Atlanta. I don't think we're going to lose to two bottom feeder teams in a row. Like, that's not a good look. And we in the hunt, man. The AFC has been cracking. Shout out to the Browns. Shout out to the Titans. Shout out to the Bills. Like, these niggas is playing. Shout out to Miami. Hell, I mean, you can, it's sad to say, but at the same time, it's a compliment and a, and a slap. Like, shout out to the Patriots. The niggas is struggling too, but they, the niggas are still in the hunt. We got to get it together. We got to get it together. I mean, it's, every every game is something to work on. Our our run game has always been solid. The passing game, of course, has been musical chairs with niggas because rugs been in and out. You know what I mean? Spreading that ball around. Waller. Winfro. You know, so it's like we can get better. Aguilar. But our defense, bruh, got to get pressure on the quarterback. Because our DBs is seven. For real, though. Now, they may, don't get me wrong, they made some good plays down the stretch in that San Diego game. And that, that Cleveland game, the weather kind of helped us. Even though I got to take the hat off, I got to take the hat off to them because they played, it was at Cleveland. So Cleveland is used to playing in, in, in bad weather. But the defense shut that down. Now, they was missing, you know, uh, of course, Odell was injured maybe a week or two before that game. But, you know, injuries, that's whatever. Niggas still got to play. Home court advantage. Um, They'll get it together, though. I mean, I mean, UCLA has give, given me a little bit of great news because they came through and, um, and uh, you know, beat Arizona. That's always, a, that's always a good W, but it's football, though. Arizona's not a football school. They've had some good players, though. Uh, we got that one, 2710. UCLA basketball is on its way back. Well, they're, they've been back, but <laughs> they're basically, their home court, their, their, their home opener has been pushed back. That's what I mean by back. Um, yeah, so we open it up against Long Beach State. That's always fun. Long Beach State always got some players that'll kill us, you know. It's rough, man. It's rough, man. I mean, uh, the only thing that's really holding us up is these these two rings we won this year with the Dodgers and the Lakers. But you know, we we're already on to the next season, looking for that repeat. Uh, you know, I'm talking about that tampering. But Saturday night was a uh, that was that was a different type of night. You know, I'm I'm up in uh we we were up in Big Bear, Big Bear Lake, chilling in the mountains. Um, little snow drops around us, 
21 degree weather. And, you know, they had a uh, they had a boxing event. You know, shout out to Tyson, shout out to Roy. But shout out to that undercard, you know, because, uh, and you know what, I got to say something. A lot of you cats were sitting here dogging Nate Robinson. I'm going to get to Nate Robinson in a minute, right? They had Nate Robinson, they had a YouTuber on there. What's his name, Paul? Some Paul, whatever. I didn't really know much about the YouTuber. I knew they had some type of, you know, back and forth going on, but it was so long ago, I was like, you know, I, I ain't going to even lie to you. I forgot about it at one point. Um, almost spent the $50 on that event. I really did. I almost spent the $50, and the only reason why I did not spend the $50 is because we had poor communication from the people who was renting out the Airbnb. Uh, and, uh, and, you know, it, it was just bad, right? So we ended up watching the fight. Obviously, we watched it on our phones or on our laptops. Shout out to people that be streaming it. <laughs> and, um, you know, the undercard fights is going. But before I get to Nate, I got to let me just get to the main event because in the show, Nate will be the main event in Open Run with BTG. Prior to that, we got to talk about the legends, Roy Jones Jr., Iron, Mike Tyson. I felt like a kid again, man. I felt like a kid again. And even though I knew it was somewhat rigged, and when I say rigged, they had rules, right? They had rules um, that stated that uh, they had to... um, they 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 wasn't they wasn't trying to kill each other in that ring. That's basically what the rules was. No knockdowns, you know what I'm saying. No consistent blows to the head. I don't even think it was a lot. You know, it, it was. Look, man. At one point, Tyson hit Roy so hard in the head that nigga went to attempt to you know went to go hug him. You know what I mean? Roy said at the end of the fight, like, "Yo, my shit's stinging." You know what I mean? At one point, or a couple of points, you saw Tyson. Tyson didn't look winded at all. And he looked, as the rounds were, you know, getting knocked off, he looked like he started to get more and more hungry. Like he was really into that fight. Roy, remember Roy, before the, prior to all this, had backed out of the fight. You know what I mean? And then he went, I think he came back when they cemented the rules, like, yo, this can't happen, this can't happen, and this can't happen in order for this fight to happen. Uh, obviously, Tyson and Roy signed off on that. But, um, man, if we would have seen that in our heyday, though, you know what I mean? That would have been, that would have been different, man. That would have been different, man. We're talking about two legendary boxers right there. And we, I grew up on Iron. I grew up on Iron Mike. I did. I already know about the black trunks. Yeah, man. When you see those black trunks and a nigga coming down with a part in his head, that shit was dangerous. It's like a pit bull without a chain. And Roy Jones, Roy Jones was out there. He was a, he was a, he was a showman. He was just he was just a spinoff of, of of Muhammad, dancing in the ring, wiggling in the ring, knocking niggas out, body blows too. Y'all must have forgot, <laughs> you know, but they, you know, Mike, Roy, you know, Mike paved the lane for, 
for, for Roy. Roy's paving the lane for these new cats. Speaking of lanes, though, some of you niggas need to stay in your own lane. So shout out to, look, I'm not, all the memes came out about Nate Rob, right? And this is the thing. He's a basketball player. You could tell. Authentic basketball player. That has nothing to do with your fighting skills. Basketball players know how to fight. Football players know how to fight. Guess what? He's both. He's one of the few footballers that actually can play basketball and played on an elite level. It's not a lot of football players that can come to the basketball side and play, let alone like play at an elite level. Now, the opposite way around, if you turn that shit around, there's a lot of basketball players who came over and went and played football. You know? Tony Gonzalez, Ronald Curry, Julius Peppers. You know what I mean? It's a lot. Randy Moss, Allen Iverson. A lot of these cats dominated football, you know, as basketball players. I never said not one time that these football players and these basketball players dominate another sport outside of that. <laughs> and I mean, I'm talking about I'm talking about boxing. Now, we remember Herschel Walker, you know, MMA. You guys can Google the results to that. But these, yo, these ring cats, these octagon cats, whole totally different story. Like, these niggas really trained for this. This is why they only have one or two fights a year. Maybe three. Big fights. And you about to train one time again. And now, don't get me wrong, this guy is a YouTuber. But this nigga got a little boxing in him. And when I tell you he hit that nigga Nate, Nate hit the ground twice. And the second time, he was out. To the point where I was concerned because the nigga wasn't moving at all. It wasn't until they zoomed in on his body and I saw him breathing. I said, all right, he might be okay. He might be okay. But we got to stay in our lane, man. And I know with COVID, a lot of niggas is trying to be creative. A lot of niggas is trying to get another stream of income or get some shine. Going down the lane where it could possibly get your ass whooped in the public's eye, I'm not sure if I want to go that route. But shout out to Nate because he actually got in the ring. I wouldn't, I wouldn't suggest to too many basketball players or football players in the future, leave these cats alone with the gloves on. Leave these octagon cats alone. I mean, don't get me wrong, Mayweather. Did kind of punch around McGregor. At the same time, there were certain rules. If you turn those rules off, like in a video game, McGregor is dogging the shit out of Mayweather. I'm talking about finito. Because there's a lot of other stuff going on. Grappling. A lot of leg shots. You know what I'm saying? A lot of holding. A lot of choking. All kind of shit is going on with those octagon rules. But you put them niggas in that square, in that ring, they got a chance because everything is from the shoulders. But a lot of these MMA cats, a lot of them are not like boxers. Some of these niggas be wrestling. (laughs) For real. Grappling a lot. But the point is, though, man, when you go and buy certain people rules, like I'm pretty sure in basketball, and them niggas would have played one-on-one, Nate is dogging him. 
You just he stepped into an arena that he wasn't used to. Now I'm not giving him an excuse because fighting is fighting. I feel like if you got if you got any experience with fighting, you should be able to go in there and put up some type of challenge. Now street fighting and boxing is is different. You gotta train for that. You gotta know how to guard yourself. You know what I'm saying? You know how to, you gotta know how to time them punches. You gotta know how to bob and weave, etc. Stay on your tippy toes. Keep your head on a swivel. Focus. This ain't. It's not about laying haymakers and shit like that. Leave yourself wide open. End up sleep on that canvas. Yo, it is what it is, man. Uh, but shout out to Nate Robinson, man. Look, you took an ass whooping on TV. Niggas will forget about it. Like, give it about. Give it about. You know, there's nothing else going on right now. But look, you. We're about to enter the month of December. The NBA is coming back in about three weeks. Christmas will be here in about three weeks. Niggas will forget about it, bro. You know what I'm saying? You'll you'll forever be a meme. Don't get me wrong. You'll forever be a meme, but it's like they killing you right now. At the end of the day, look, you know, the NFL playoffs is coming up. College basketball is back. You know, it, it, it'll be over. Once, once the playoffs roll around and the NBA come back, Niggas ain't gonna be. I will tell you this though. Every time a cat see you though, it's gonna be different. <laughs> Cats is gonna remember. But shout out to him, man. Um, and that's it, man. Short episode. Not not not, not too many uh, things to talk about with sports. But that was a nostalgia. Nostalgic. Nostalgic. I think that's not how you said. Nostalgia. It, it, I, I don't know. Retro. Retro. It was a retro feeling. Watching them two come to the ring, and I'm talking about Mike and um, Mike and Roy. It was it was lovely to see, man. I, I really enjoyed it, uh, and it, and, it just, and it goes to show, like we, you know, a lot of cats was laughing at, you know, two 50 year olds in the ring, but it's like, yo, those 50 year olds can beat the average nigga ass. You know what I mean? I mean, I'm talking about between the ages of 18. I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure they're not gonna beat on no kids, but between 18 and 40. Them niggas got a, a great chance of knocking all them niggas out. Still, you know, Tyson Tyson looked like he could have went all 12 rounds. He didn't look tired at all. Roy, on the other hand, that nigga was gassed. He was for sure gassed. You know what I mean? I'm not sure. If, they, if, if there was no rules involved, I think Roy would have been out of there in about six or seven rounds. Just off of, just off of him just being tired. And, and Mike was trying to attack that nigga. You know, you see how he apologized because there was a couple of shots where he like he felt like he went too far. But just imagine if there was no no holds barred, that nigga going in like that, man. Going in like that. So we'll see, man. Yo, Derek Carr, get it together, baby. John Gruden, get it together. UCLA. Come on, man. I'm tired, I'm tired of playing it with y'all, man. It's like eventually we gotta make a culture change when it comes to this basketball and football shit in Westwood. For real. As far as my Lakers, yo, let's just, I, I, need, I need a prayer from everybody so we can stay healthy. I'm trying to see a two-peat. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to get that, that, that go back, that back-to-back. Let me get a back-to-back one time. Dodgers, you need a, you're not excluded from this either. I'd like to see a back-to-back from y'all too. Yo, that'd be crazy right there. Daddy, y'all think y'all hate me now? Let it, oh, man, let a back-to-back happen in both sports. Woo! All right, man, I'll see y'all next week. Overrun with BTG. Hey, somebody invite me on their show. Let's talk about the Lakers a little bit.